Phoenix MPM Live. Make party be the movement. Movement. We make party. PhoenixMPM.com, Phoenix MPM Live. We are here in studio, and I, I emphasize in studio, with our special guest, Tahir Register. I had a sound of applause all, all, in, in, in post. Now, this is important because uh, the last two times that he has blessed the Phoenix MPM Live show, he was, he had, he had a little camera, a little, little box on the side, but we, uh, 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 the stars aligned. Yes. You were in New Jersey for a little bit, not to give away where we're at. Um, you were in a state in the Northeast for a little somewhere, bit, somewhere. and we thought, hey, let's link up and let's get you on the show. Welcome, Tahir Register, for, for, for my listeners who aren't too familiar with you. Uh, you are the, the, the mind, the genius behind theblackmedia.org. Yes, theblackmedia.org. Tell us a little bit about the black media for those who aren't fully aware. For those of you who aren't fully aware, which is a lot of people, actually, <laughs> Not for so long, though. That'll change. Theblackmedia.org is the only black-owned, no rumors, no gossip, no negativity media outlet that's exclusively for the African diaspora, you know, mainly African-Americans. It's just a news media site, mm. but it's there's content that goes beyond just article writing and journalistic work. There's videos. There's... Um, production and things like that involved to make it more interesting and I created it in 2000 like June 2013 so we're coming up on our I think sixth year now this round June, of applause sixth right? year anniversary so that's what it's about it's about I, I created it so that people of color can see us positively 24 7 all mean? year there's round. so much positive <laughs> Everything online. It's too much, actually. It's too much. I think I've oversaturated the market. Like, and I'm right. So that's why I created it, and that's why, that's why I do it because it's an extension of my activism as cool. just like as an African American. Now you said, now, now you, let's uh, go back a little bit. You said it features positive content. Yeah. Only and 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 somebody asked me recently, you know, what is the black media? I said, yo, it, it, it's not. And this is no offense to any other uh, online sites. Um, that I guess only not only show the negative, but but mostly yeah, and and they profit the, off of the negative millions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, do you ever get tempted to be like, you know, let me show this little ratchet video real quick. Let me show this little, you know. I get tempted all the time. Not okay. Not, I get tempted all the time. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily to like show videos or anything like that, but to just completely make a whole new site okay okay <laughs> we're we going to show off the, the hood and just, and the right and just and do all of that because that could do that that could right. be put up in, in a, the in a blacker second. media okay listen <laughs> right the <laughs> and so I, I i've been tempted to create a whole new website yeah. while still having that website and then having two but only be known for the black media and then like have a ghost writer or something for the other oh, one I thought about like because it's it's so profitable, and then I, you know, I'm a Christian, so I think how how would I how would I be sitting next to God in in Judgment Day, like trying to explain this, knowing that I posted that love and hip hop video, knowing, right? Knowing that I posted <laughs> these new new photo photos, or you know, did some like, completely lied and yeah. made up a rumor just to get some clicks or something, you know, like just people do that, do. right? People do that all the time. So I have been tempted. Um, I want to say three times, and each of those times mm. it was when I was just like, I'm so sick of not making any money. Now, as a, as a blogger, as someone who follows, you know, the culture, why is it that we want, why is it that we want that? We want the, the ratchet stuff over the right. positive, you know, um, depictions of our culture, of our people. 
You know, it's so interesting because I'm I'm so for African-Americans. Like, I'm such a... I just love us so much that I, I defend us almost to a fault. Mm. And after now six years of doing this as a journalist, I literally, I used to say, no, we, we want positivity. Yeah. Hey, guys, we're not like that. <laughs> we're not. And I used to, I mean, I used to get into full arguments. And, you know, after six years, I'm just like, maybe we actually do. Like, maybe we want to see. Maybe a, we actually do. We want to see Sharkeisha slap the hell right. out of that little girl. really like that. Yeah. Like, after years and years and years of it, I just realized that people are like so programmed that they don't even mm. realize that that's something that they need. Like they even need when, the the negativity they, or the, they need the negativity. They wow. need the they need the gossip. They need the rumors. They need the 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 hot news story. They need they need those things. They and it's a need because people don't realize that it's called television programming. That's what it called that's what it's called when you watch mm. your TV. It's called television programming. And people always just say TV. But the okay. the second part is programming. You're being programmed to like a certain thing. And so when it comes to African-Americans, if the only programming you see is through white people, white mm. male eyes, because white male eyes, they write our, for a very long time, they wrote our um, TV shows. They wrote our films. They directed our films. You, and Black people were not doing it from their own point of view. It was done through a white man's eye. So if you're programmed to see through a white man's eye, you're going to see through a white man's eye. You're going to see how they perceive us versus how we know we are. Mm -hmm. So after all of those many years of doing that, it's cyclical, right? Then generation, generational, everybody is experiencing the same thing. Then we have social media that comes oh, along man. and it's just an extension <laughs> of television programming. Now yeah. it's on your phone. So it's even more. When I took social psychology when I was in college, I believe my teacher said, she was like, we see about like a million and uh, we see over a million advertising a day. Mm. Our eyes. Uh, most of it is unconscious, and then a lot of it is conscious advertising that we see. Over yeah. a million. And when you say unconscious, that would be the, the Pepsi in the background of the, exactly. of, of, of the movie. or Listen, yeah. that you don't even realize or it's Or the Phoenix MPM Live logo. In the right. That you, or the, this Poland Spring. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just be like quietly no, in the Poland back. Spring not paying enough, so we're going to turn that around. Right. And then <laughs> sometimes it'd be blurred. Yeah, like, yeah. you just don't even realize don't it. Even so realize we see millions that. of that. When, at the end of the class, she was like, remember I told you guys? She's like, well, a new study came in. She was like, it's now over 10 million. Crazy. It went from a million to we're over always, 10 we're million. Always being advertised we're always being much. advertised yeah. to and programmed to like a certain thing. Mm -hmm. So when you got all these microcosms in your brain. I'm going to do you smaller words for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when, the micro what? When you have all <laughs> no, that, yeah. weak-minded people yeah. who are not aware, which is a lot of us, will automatically... Pick up the phone and see something. Oh, let me see what, what rumor is about. You know, because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. programmed to do it. So they're not even people aren't even aware of it. And I think once you make people aware of it, then stuff will change. But at large, people don't really care. They don't really care about that that much because it's like, oh, it's just news. Oh, it's just a post. Oh, it's just social media. Mm. But it really, really does affect your life. But well, one thing we have learned, if you follow Tahir, if you follow the black media, one thing, at least in my opinion. People do care about his posts. Yeah. So much so that, and, oh and, and, and this goes back to the convo we were having before where so much has happened in the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, and I say people care, not just people. Uh, some some people who we would say are famous. Yeah. People who we would say are role models. People who we would, we would say are talented have been not just, not just caring about what you've been posting. They've been reposting. They've been commenting. They've been looking. They've been listening. You have had, I, I remember, okay, you went. I went from seeing you post about India Re. Yeah. To India Re 
reposting your stuff, commenting on your stuff. What does that feel? I think I think last time we spoke, we talked about Janet Jackson's people contacting. Oh you. yeah, that was a very long time ago. Oh my yeah. goodness! And now yeah. you got people like in your re and, and and Monique. Yeah, commenting, talking to you. Um, how does it feel to have a a blow up, a glow up like that? You know, it feels amazing, and it's always it's always so unexpected because when I I've written over two thousand articles, I'm the only one who you know were you as you know. Yeah. runs the black media so there's like so a, when you say you've written you it's me have written there's yeah. nobody else there's there is no team mm-hmm. i write everything i do all the graphic design video production editing every, i do everything and so that's all the people that be like i hear why you can't come out you ain't got no time you can why, you, yeah. me you got no time for me no i'm just busy being 10 people at once exactly so <laughs> yeah. how come you always sleep because i'm tired <laughs> so and i don't mind because you know i don't like paying people <laughs> <laughs> i don't like and i can't Right, and I can't. I can't. No, and I can't. And I can't. I feel you. But because as soon as I can, I'm not doing nothing. I'm going to be one of these people. All I got to do is sit down behind the mic and point. Record. Do stuff. So, but it always feels amazing because it's it's always shocking. Because when I write the article, I'm never ever thinking, oh, they're going to read this in my head. I'm thinking, let me write this because it's such a. No, I started getting a lot of viewerships when hundreds of thousands of views a month I started to feel a responsibility because you're influencing mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of people's minds that's the most important word you're influencing these people like heavily they're yeah. literally gonna read that article and then the next day go to the barbershop and be like nah that's not what happened you know so it's like you can't be yeah. like just putting anything in the article and so once I start realizing people are actually reading this I was like oh dang now I gotta actually like do my college <laughs> journalism yeah. like focus so I'm always thinking about that when I write an article so when when I get anybody hitting me up like in India, I read. I'm like, crazy. Like, how does it feel like, saying that? How does it feel saying, like, it's crazy. India, like, that's... No, it's crazy. We're besties. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, India, boo. No. I do that all the time on my Instagram story. I be like, hey, girl, I see you watching. No, um, it's that's crazy, crazy because it's like, I love her, you know? And then she's smart. Yeah. And if she reads something, she's going to read it and analyze it and, like, right, and break yeah. it down because she will hit you up and be like, she'll ask you something from the article and you'll be like, oh, you actually, you actually read it. Like, you know what I was talking about. Like, um, And it's crazy. So it feels amazing, especially with India Ari. And I'll tell you, the, tell you why. Because we, this is like a huge journey. Okay, so... I started out acting and singing. That's what I do. And I just would... so you know, I always want to point out that he's not just someone who, I, I said before in my, my, my last interview, not just someone who, I, oh, I do music. No, you studied music. No, you're right. Oh, yeah. I, I, write, I write about social stuff. The man said he was in a social psychology class. The yeah. man studies this stuff, so he knows what he's talking about. I know, yes, and I'm so, yeah. so glad you said that because a lot of people look at what I do and they're like, it's no way you know how to do all mm. these things. And I actually went to school for everything that I do, and I'm doing it. So, so, so you're actually putting your college degree, degree to, to work. work? Exactly. And when, <laughs> when, you, when you do that, you can yeah. risk making gotcha. not making money. It's a sacrifice. But I, yes, um, so I started out acting and singing. Went to the nation's first performing arts high school, arts high school in Newark, New Jersey. Study right, study music and all that stuff. So that's that's my life. Yeah. When I was in elementary school, I was I was an exceptional musician. I was clarinet, and I was able to I I was able I was scouted by VH1 Save the Music. Okay. And right, and so VH1 Save the Music and Mr. Is that still a thing? Save the Music. It is. It's just not. It's not. It's not like popular, but it's still there. I guess if, if you're our age, you know that right. Save the Music, you know Save the Music. Right, because you know? yeah. it was like they was promoting it a lot yeah, more. Yeah, now yeah. it's just like an organization that exists. But I was a part of that. Mr. Sheely was my music teacher at the time. He was like, you have to, this is the student I want you to put up. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I was able to meet at, when I was, 
what grade was that? It was like, it was elementary school. I was able to meet India Irie when she first came out with video. Mariah Carey, Bill Clinton, et cetera. And I had their autographs. We did this whole concert. I was on stage with Mariah Carey. Like, she literally was sitting right below me as I was playing my instrument. Her and then India, her mom, like, the whole crew met her. Now, cut. that was elementary school. Cut to graduated college in 2013, decided, okay. Don't go doing the math trying to figure out the man's age. Yeah, chill, Calm down. Chill. <laughs> Everybody's like, we got five, six, That's seven, eight. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm cut to 2013, graduated college, and I see a void because everybody's mm-hmm. complaining. Like you said, like this Starkeisha video was popular. It was just hella videos with like black people just yeah. like beating each other, killing Being each other. Ignant. Right, just acting crazy. And people were like, where's the positivity? Of course, the rise of reality television not showing mm-hmm. us in a proper light everybody was complaining mona right and so instead of complaining i said i'm going to create something that black people can exist positively on now i'm not to not to act like i'm like the goat or something but before me there was no blavity there was no you know all these popular okay. websites they all came Man, after me talk your stuff right i'm not talk your stuff. they might not have known that i was even <laughs> existing yeah. right that's a very that's a huge fact but the fact that it happened is because everybody was like we need something new yeah and so after i created the black media you saw other things coming up like blavity like um just like positive black sites like facebook pages and stuff like that encouraging black people yeah. to to be black when I created the Black Media in June, the launch day, I think was in July or something, the very first launch, the very first article we I wrote is was Just Do You, mm-hmm. a music review, Just Do You of India Ari. And the very first day I launched, she retweeted the article. Bro. And because of her. Won't he do it? Oh, listen. <laughs> and because of her, I got thousands of views. That's crazy, the launch man. day. So well, some people are still trying to get that one. Like I'm getting souped years later when <laughs> some random person, you know, likes likes my post. While right. on day one, day one, India re it was unbelievable. And just to give perspective, I had a website prior to that that no for a year that literally got zero views. And this site was. It didn't even have a name. <laughs> He's like, it, it was just up. It was like, you know how like Blogspot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah, like one yeah, of those yeah, Blogspot yeah. joints. And I had like 100 entries and zero views. So I had tried it before and it failed like horribly. So when I did it again, I was like, this is gonna, this is not going to work. To touch on that, and I, I always ask people this. How do you go from that? Okay. You had the, you had, you had the site, the Blogspot, the, 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 the old Geo site. Um it failed. In your opinion, you say it failed. No, it was it failed. While some people would have said, you know what, I'm never doing sites again. While or you can do what you did. What made you go that positive route of saying, let me let me build on that, as opposed to saying, I'm just never gonna touch a computer or anything again. Don't put me anywhere near www dot. Right. You know. It. Um. I have perseverance. I've always been self motivated. Always. Nobody's ever done anything for me in my career mm-hmm. ever like i've never had a handout my parents don't know nothing about this stuff they don't know nothing so it's not like they helped <laughs> me to an audition or something no i had to get on a train and do it myself and they were like oh you back you know they didn't care <laughs> it's like oh you left you left <laughs> no seriously it was just like okay see you like die here and they just whatever they don't know anything so I had to do everything by myself i've always been self-motivated and when i when that blog spot thing failed i was like you know what 
okay, I'm just going to shut this down. I had to, like, literally go back and, like, delete all that stuff because it was, like, so many entries. And when I when this yeah, started yeah. to pop off, I was like, no, nah, let me delete this. I don't want nobody to see Nobody needs yeah, to yeah, ever yeah, know yeah. that this ever happened. Like That's you pretty much deleting off of SoundCloud that old mixtape that when, old, that, when, yeah, that, when that label that signed off. you. I don't want nobody hearing my, my, my heavy oh, that auto That stuff tune. is whack. Right. Got you, got you. And my mother hated that I did that. And I was like, Mom, you Hated that you got rid of everything? Yes. She hates when I do that. She's like, you don't know that stuff might be. I'm like, that stuff is whack. Like, sometimes it's just whack. Like, that's just I got sometimes there's some old Justin Bieber videos that came back to haunt him later on. There's right. Some old Eminem tracks. That sometimes came back stuff to haunt is him. just yeah. whack. Like you gotta let that then let that stuff yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So but the reason why I did it again is because it was a different focus. Mm. When I first started the blog spot thing, it was just it was just my journal entries okay. based on different topics and hot topics. I even had a YouTube page where I would just do videos and talk I, and I used to get thousands of views doing that, but I just didn't that was not my field. And it was a very much <laughs> it was very much like <laughs> responding to like gossip and rumors like why is this like this you know like yeah, 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 it was yeah. anger filled and that's why people were like that was the stuff people wanted right that was the stuff yeah, people yeah, yeah. wanted and I would I mean I would do Chris Brown reaction videos and all like all kind of stuff I deleted all that stuff because I was like this is this is not my ministry ah. so the reason why I started over was because it was a it was a whole new idea it was a whole new idea from what I was doing and I said you know what I'm gonna give this a try and if it fails within the next whatever, I'm not doing it anymore. But the fact that the launch day was India Ari helping me so out. successful. Right. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll continue. And at the time, I was so broke. I had literally just graduated college. I didn't wait, have- wait, so you were a college student and you were broke? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had literally graduated college like a month before. I graduated in May mm -hmm. and I started in June. So I just graduated college. I didn't have a dime to the point where the website was theblackmedia.wordpress.com. That's and the doing. fact that India Ivory still retweeted That's it. That's you know, all right, this person <laughs> taking advantage of the free account. I see what right. you're doing. And it was like free. You yeah, saw yeah, free yeah. everywhere. I was like, this junk <laughs> looks so cheap. Mad AdSense stuff. Right. Like, it was crazy. And the fact that she still retweeted the article, I yeah. was like, does she realize that this is like, cool. you know, a brand new website? People didn't know. That's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah. And then. India Ari, um, you've done interviews with Tisha Campbell. Yeah. Which I, I was hating. I was like, yo, he, I was like, he just started <laughs> this website stuff. He got, he, got, right. he got names. And most recently, not just a retweet, you've been having online conversations yeah. with Monique. Yeah. With her her whole situation. Yeah. Uh, how did that come about? And what and what if, for those of you who don't follow uh, the black media, what is your take on how, everything that's been happening with her, with Monique's situation? Shout out to Monique. Right. Shout out to Monique. Academy Award winning. Um, the my take on the situation is black people mm. have forever been a part of the system that says make them famous, don't make them rich. Holly Berry is a victim of her Academy Award and she speaks about it often. But because Holly Berry is um a kept person, she's well kept, she's well she's she's um poised, she she's different from Monique. Monique is is Baltimore all day, you know? And I don't know where Holly Berry is from, but she's a lot more poised than her. People don't take Holly Berry's message the same way. But Holly Berry, for years, has been saying, I got the Academy Award. They told me all this stuff would happen. Nothing happened. Yeah. Where have I been? Where's my films? Where's my where's my $20 million payoff? Nowhere. Nothing. But when Monique does it, it's like it blew up because it's like she's loud, she's black. What's yeah. happening? So regardless of... Because there was a lot that she, Monique exposed regardless of what she was exposing the message is pay me what i'm worth mm -hmm. stop trying to make me famous and stop not trying to make me rich because that's what they do to black people make them famous i'll make them rich now going off of what you said do you agree with the people who say 
it wasn't her message. It was the messenger. Yes. That's what people, yeah, people saying, it wasn't the message. We get what you're saying, but it was how you said it. I and agree. Should she be, and should she apologize about how she said it? Absolutely not. And the reason why is because, first of all, if Ty here, I don't have, you know, God is, God, God, <laughs> God is you. so good. Right. You. God is so good because you, God doesn't give you more than you can handle. Uh-huh. And I would not have been able to, I would have lost my mind in, in the Netflix emails I had I had Monique's career and they would have sent me some $500,000. I would have probably taken my 500000 and shut my, <laughs> shut my mouth. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I would have shut my mouth I would have I would have done worse than Monique. Okay. I would have took it to like the NAACP. I would have just like made a whole thing of it because it's like, that's disrespectful. Especially in Violet. And the, my point is, yes, people did not like the messenger mm-hmm. because the second other people started to defend her, yeah. you saw other people change their mind. Like, mm, maybe they're right. When Wanda Sykes came out, mm-hmm. when Chance the Rapper said, uh, give Monique her money. When India Irie said, give Monique her money. When Kimberly Elise, who was also in the movie Almost Christmas, said, I agree. Stop when info. all these people started saying stuff like, give Monique her money, yes. give us our money. And then Viola Davis made that video and she had no connection to Monique at all. She just so happened to be speaking and said, they call her the Black Meryl Street. She said, well, if I'm the Black Meryl Street, then where's my Black Meryl Street coin? Listen, when Annalise talks, listen, when Annalise Keating talks. <laughs> and she, and, and Viola Davis made a great point. She said, I went to Yale. Mm. I did everything they told you as an actor you're supposed to do. Go to the top school. Get the top theater positions. I got it. Get the top movie deals. I got it. Get the top TV deals. I got it. And still... We're not the. She was like, we're not the same. She was talking about her her white counterparts because they were like, we're all the same. And she, Viola Davis was like, we ain't the same. You get more opportunities and you make way more money than I do. If y'all calling me the Black Meryl Street, then where's my money? Y'all calling me a legend, then where's my money? Monique literally said the same thing. If y'all calling me a legend, which Monique is a living legend, then where is my money? So let me ask. So what do you say to those people who say in the Monique situation as well as the race thing, you just gotta go do it yourself. You can't keep complaining. What do you say to those people? Who say, you know, it's you. Like, just go do it. You can get that same check. Unfortunately, um, social media brings a, brings a lot, brings apart mm-hmm. a lot of in, of ignorance, which is interesting because I was born in 1990, and th- during my Oh, they t- just did the math. They just did the math, right? Oh, <laughs> I forgot. And well, anyway, so I was 10 by, 19, by 2000. Okay. Right? And so 15, 2005. We had we didn't have social media. We had to go to the library if we had to want to know something. For those um, to... late '90s babies, <laughs> that's this building. Um, there's it has books. Pa- yeah, yeah, you cut the it. trees on. You, you make this flat thing called paper. <laughs> put words on it. You know, people don't even know the Dewey Decimal System. That's how ridiculous this is. <laughs> exactly, this yeah. people. And my point of bringing that up is that information is so readily available nowadays. Mm. If I had social media when I was younger, I would be, I was already a straight A student. I would have been a genius. Calm, stunt, stunt, do, do you understand? I would have, every time somebody, <laughs> what's that word? I would have looked it up yeah. in two seconds you can find you out no anything. You have no excuse to not know You have no things. excuse to not know certain things. So that's what I say to certain people. Why? Because Monique did it on her own already. I don't want to cut you off. I, I, I want to get the back of this phone. Oh, this, you this, see my merch? This, this, this is a, you see? <laughs> This is a black media merch. I actually just followed black media merch on I Instagram. Let me let me get this black media merch. Uh, so it, woke the, as fuck. The rest of y'all, the back of your phone is probably just woke or still sleeping. If, if, if your, your phone can go in sleep mode, oh, yeah. I'm trying to be creative with this ad right now. Um, this episode is brought to you by black media merch. Get your own phone case such as this one that you Listen. see right here so your phone could be woke AF. Right. <laughs> Blackmedia.org. Slash merch. <laughs> This is crazy. I forgot I even had this. Thank you. Um, what was I saying? Um, um, because the question I had for you was, what do you say to those people who say, um, Monique already did yeah. it. Yes, people kept people said, 
Oh, she should just do her own special. I li- the year before she did came out with this. Mm-hmm. I literally purchased on Amazon her own special, and I watched it. It was hilarious. I thought it was I thought it was one of the funniest things I had seen in a long time. And I'm not the kind of person who just be purchasing stuff. Like you know, I'm a real, <laughs> yeah. I'm a couponer. I'm really cheap. If it's on a discount, I'm buying it. If it's not, mm, I'll wait till next week. Yeah. You know. So I'm I purchased that. Sometime. Right. I purchased that, and I was so happy with it. She had done it before, and the ignorance. People who say that are ignorant. They don't realize. They they're not actually looking into the situation. And I yeah. made a video that said in 2018, this is what we're going to stop. If you actually don't know. Just shut up. You don't mm-hmm. have to speak. If you actually don't know, you don't have to give an opinion because you invalid opinions but are informed. I have informed a Facebook opinion. and I have an Instagram. I just, I get to speak. Right, <laughs> right. right. I, I have social media, so I get to say what I want. And it's like you do, you can, but it's invalid. Thank you for your for your for your information. So she has, she did do it, and that's the reason why Netflix came to her. Netflix came to her because they saw her special, and then they said, "We want to give you this thing because we were doing this comedy thing," and they she said, "Okay, cool." They even went to her through an audition, and they came to her show. She was already doing shows. She was already nah. touring. She was already I heard out that part. here. I heard that part. Right. So why was she? That's why I don't <laughs> understand. Like why people are even saying that Netflix went to a show. If she wasn't out here in these streets, they wouldn't have done nothing. Not only that, but it's very simple. Monique's statistics are very clear. These are my stats. This is my preview day uh, stats. She's been in several films where she's been the, the lead or the star. And her preview day brought in millions of dollars and, and millions of people. So for Netflix to say something like, uh, we don't think that this is what you're going to do. We don't anticipate these numbers. It's ridiculous. It literally doesn't even make any, make any sense. And that's why the phrase, she made famous, which make that make sense. Because she's like, these are the stats. Make, now make that make sense. This is what I can do. And you're not you're not giving me that, so that's what I say to that. So let me ask you to kind of kind of wrap that up. Did we did we fail Monique? We as in us, us the back. Did we fail her? No. Or were we entitled to like our response? We didn't fail her. We didn't we didn't fail her, but I do believe she's she's fighting a system of uh, fearful black people who have power. We don't want to mess up that check. And we don't, we scared the white man might not give it to us again. And I think that's what she's going, going, dealing with right now. I heard Erica Alexander, she played um, Maxine Shaw on Living Single, recently say in a Breakfast Club interview, she was like, there, she was like, there's a lot of people in Hollywood who have power, who just don't want to take a risk because they're afraid to lose their job, their position. And, and, and somebody has to step out and do it. And then even not in Hollywood, exactly. Just about every field, the ones that are, some of us, and I'll say I'm guilty of it too. Like you don't want to take that risk because hey, I got, I got miles to feed, I got, right. I got a mortgage to pay, so I might not take certain risks. Right. You know. And 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 faith without works is dead. Sometimes you have to take a leap. Let me, let me say that one more time. Faith more time. without works is dead. So sometimes you have to take a leap, and when you leap, God will always be there to catch you. Won't He do? What? Listen, and that's not even like it will literally happen. If you leap, you will be caught. Especially if you mm. believe. Even if you don't, you will be called. But especially if you believe. You, you can close your eyes and just jump. And you, you know you're good. What's funny is I just, had, I just had an interview a couple minutes ago, you know, three hours ago, with uh, a gentleman, uh, Brandon Rodriguez and Mel the Prophet. And we talked about, and Brandon's, Brandon's movement is called Believe Tonight. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the power of believing. Yeah. And how that can change your whole approach to everything. That can change you, your entire how life. Much, yeah, how much you... How many risks you take if you believe? Whether right. you believe in a certain a higher power, whether you believe in the 
the the the the product that you're putting out there. Yeah. Once you believe, so much can happen. So much can yeah. happen because, like you, like he said, it it literally changes your mindset. Mm. And if you believe God has you, then you'll live life worry well, partially worry free a lot of the times. Mm. And if you live a worry a worry free life, you start to think differently and do things differently. Oh, don't worry about that. I'll get it. Don't True. don't worry. You know. And so you you change your mentality. So I don't think we failed her. I think we. I think people. The people in the business are staying quiet are because they're afraid of losing what they already have set up. And that's mm. so, that's such a horrible position to be in because I don't judge the people who f- are fearful and I don't judge the people who are who are not being helped by the fearful people because everybody's put in a position where they have to manage it. And sometimes you're not strong enough at the time to handle that. So yeah. it's like, it's a catch-22. Everybody is in a position where they're like trying to survive and trying to maintain right. and so very you can't true, really true. you can't really you can't knock somebody for not right about it the way exactly going about it right because everybody has to do what they think is best for them and there is a right and wrong and if, hopefully they'll they'll find that out yeah so in the past year or so how many um how many more cease and desist letters have you gotten <laughs> so, so thankfully hopefully uh, none yeah thankfully none I do. I want. Let me think. I think there was. There was. Oh, there was one. There was one that I ignored. I'm not going to talk about that. Well, we both. But okay, yeah, okay. yes, there was. There was one that I, I ignored it because you felt what you put out there needed to be heard. But I'm not getting too much into detail. <laughs> I ignored it because because I had put the work in. Mm. But you know how many yeah. words this article was. Do you know how much time? <laughs> exactly. You know how much time I spent yeah. to do this. Was their cease and desist request um, warranted? No. Okay. Nope. And that's why I'm. That's why it's still there. It was more of hey, I don't want the truth out. Can you take that down? Yeah. Okay. Listen. That's why. And that's why it's still up because cool. take stick, listen. Stick to your taking a chance. Take, Here's somebody. A risk. Again, the man isn't just speaking stuff. So and I don't do this, stuff like that. I'm a very respectful, respectful, yeah. kept human being. But you, 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 you cross me. Mm. I'm going to take to the streets. Like, <laughs> make note to self, do not cross the black Right. .org. Right. Now, so. With, you have the blog. And I want to say. Um, mm, it's definitely, it's a news. Not so much a blog. I'm mm, sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Outlet. Okay. <laughs> the Shave Room is okay. a blog. Is that the term? Okay. Mm-hmm. Even better. Put, what's the difference between right. Baller Alert, Shade Room, TMZ, the black media? What's the difference? Because um, for someone who's looking just online, they would think, oh, the. I I would lump them all into the same category. An online source where I can go get some some information. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? The difference is it's it's quite a few differences because I don't I think the owner of the shade room does have like a college degree and and, and all that stuff mm-hmm. in in the field. Um, and, and, and do you mind if I add World Star to this conversation? No, no, no. Okay. World Star. Those are blogs. The difference is a news media outlet is is based in article writing. Okay. It's based in article writing. It's based in and it's based in facts, journalists, journalistic work, meaning out going out in the streets and getting the news yourself and reporting mm. on it. It's based it's it's based in journalism. What I do, the black media is a news media outlet. It's based in journalism. A lot of my news, a lot of my articles, excuse me, are written to inform people. Blogs are opinion based. You're gonna, okay. That's the difference. Okay. When you read the black media, there's very little 
if any, opinion. And if there is, is extremely unbiased. It's informative. It's informative. informative. Gotcha. Your gotcha. readings, if you're, if I, for instance, I just, well, let me see. I just wrote an article, maybe it's been a while because I'm on a vac- y'all write so much. vacation. <laughs> right, I've been on vacation. So the last article I wrote, I think was about Cardi B or something. Or somebody's music came out. I just basically told you what the music is. Yeah. When you read my article, I'm telling you what the music is. This music came out on this day, on this time. Their album's coming out on this time. This is a music video. This is it's very informative. How hard is it to not add in that? Like you want to say, oh, this is this album, but my opinion is it's not that great, or it is great. How hard is it to 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 suppress? Not very hard at all. The reason why not very hard at all. The reason why is because my website is positive. Okay. So unless I like it. I'm not, not writing bring, about okay, it. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. So, so if you saw your album, so if you on the side, it's because I liked it, and I can, liked I can it. I can give something positive to say about it. Now, mad people are like, no wonder he ain't post about my song. Right? No wonder he didn't. <laughs> somebody somebody said that to me last week. Like, you don't ever post about. Da, 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 da. I'm like, cause that stuff is trash to me. And if yeah. I write about it, I'm going to be truthful and be like, this is garbage. And then my website is not about that. So back to what we said earlier. That's what that's what we want. We, we want. We want. Yeah. I want to hear you bash Cardi B. I don't want right. to hear you talk positive about her because it helps. It helps me feel better about myself because somebody else getting Exactly. Bashed. And the difference between what I do and like, like World Star or The Shave Room or Baller mm-hmm. Alert is it's, it's a lot of opinions. It's like they're just basically saying, this is trash, this is whatever. And they're piecing together, like Wendy Williams, they're piecing together what they believe might have happened. Yeah. You know, and that's just and that's all rumors and gossip. The, that's not fair to the people involved in the story. Right, because it'll never be, yeah. it'll ever be true. We think this might have happened. We saw them outside with this, doing this, with yeah. this, did this, this. And it's like, that's, I'm not into that. We found out that person A and person B were in the same state. Ooh, Ooh they must be going <laughs> to get Froyo together. Like, it's, come on. You know, so that's what, the, this is a lot more opinion-based. Yeah. They give their opinions about their song. They add, you know, they, they get into that. And I keep my opinion to myself if it's trash. And if it's not, then I write about it, and then I'll put in the music, like, whatever article I just would write, I would say the bass is booming and the, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would just give my opinion based on what I hear. And it's a lot more, like I said, respectable journalist work. You're putting out in, informative stuff. You're informed, you're educating, you're informing. Um, now every once in a while, or not even once in a while, someone in your position, you might put out, uh, you might put out that content that's a little more personal, that kind of talks about what's going on in your life. And you did that. I went to, you did the end of the year wrap up. Oh yeah, and when I listened to it, I was like, he 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 was open. I was telling stuff. You yeah. you told you you told some stuff. You were honest about some things that some would say are embarrassing. Yeah, you were open about things that I felt like you know were extremely personal and deep. W- what was that experience like? Putting so much of yourself out there to the world to strangers. Yeah, you know, when I did it, I was when I did it the first time in 2016. It was because I felt like. But that was when I had went, I went viral in 2015 and I kept going viral in 2016. Mm-hmm. And it was just little like, stunt, little stunt. They keep I, I couldn't believe it. it was, I, I really it. I was it. just like shocked. Like, why? And it was like on articles that I just would never think nobody would be interested in. Mm-hmm. Like, I wrote a Kiki Wyatt article. I think Prince had passed away and she yeah. did like a video. I wrote an article about her video. And I was like, why is this one? Who would think to? Yeah. I was, you know. I've wrote and written so many articles about Kiki Wyatt. But the million Kiki fans. And then this one is yeah. the one that just, I was like so shocked. So when stuff started popping off like that, I was like, okay, cool. I was getting so many messages from random strangers on Instagram, on Facebook, 
and emails. I get a lot of emails every single day from people, just people wanting to wanting me to put them put their stuff on my website. <laughs> but I was getting emails from people, and they were ma- they were making it seem like I had this empire. They mm-hmm. were making it seem like I was living life large, and I was out here in Atlanta. And they heard the black doing people, it. Like, Yo, there's probably an office somewhere. Right. With like Thirty people. No, seriously. They, somebody asked me. They were like, "I would love to meet you in your office." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you in like, my I, bedroom?" I gotta go rent something real quick. Right. You, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, in my yeah. bedroom? Where I live, my mom. So I was like. I don't want people to ever yeah. look at me like some old fake somebody. Like you know, I was like, I want people to understand that I'm not, I'm not fake. I'm just like I don't you. have nothing. At the time, I didn't even have a, a damn bank account because I moved from New Jersey to Atlanta, and they at don't have, the time. they don't have. Uh, <laughs> God, is, God is good. Where's the camera? <laughs> ah, but no, at the time because TD Bank was not in Atlanta, so yeah. I had to like cancel that account. So I had a bank account. Let's be clear. But I had to cancel that one. And I didn't have one. So I had to get, like, Bank of America because that's the only one they have down there. And so I was like, in 2016, let me do a video to let people know that I'm not living this fantastic life. Because even my own friends that I was in high school with and college with were like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of you. You are doing your thing in Atlanta. I'm like, what am I? I'm so broke. Like, what y'all talking about? Like, what y'all oh, know that like, I don't like, know? we seeing it. we seeing the brand new website. Right. We the new the design. Content. Yeah. yeah. We're seeing the video. we seeing we see in the lighting that you right. talked about. The lighting costs money. It does. So I'm like, yo, Tahir is doing the damn thing right, right now. But they don't know that lighting was $5. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cheap. <laughs> Amazon. Amazon.com. We should get some, some <laughs> Amazon coin. But And so I wanted to make sure, in 2016, I wanted to make sure people knew that they wasn't like that. Mm. And I was shocked in 2016 when I got almost 5,000 views on that video. I was like, why are people watching this? And they were leaving comments like, thank you so much for sharing this. I'm a business owner too. This is whatever, whatever. So I said, I'm going to do it every year from now on. So in 2017, that was my second year doing it. And I did it again. And this time I was like, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to be even more honest. You were, man. Because like I said, some things that some people would say are embarrassing. Yeah. I was like... He was cool with just saying that? I wasn't. It was very I wrote it first. Mm. So I was reciting what I had written a week before. And when I was writing it, I was taking I was like, that's Tanya, you're going too far. You can't say that. That's not even legal. Right. That's not we're not gonna tell him (laughs) that. And so I I, can't see this. It was a lot that I took out of that thing. So what I what was left was what I felt comfortable with. But it really even when I did the video, I was like, This is I kept pausing, like, this is a lot to hear. How how when you were done recording, did you have that moment where you were like, let me, let me, let me just click delete real quick. Let me just mm. let me just get rid of it. Or you were like, you know what? I did too much. I got to leave it. When I, when I was done editing the video and I watched it fully, I was like, I'm probably not going to post this. Like, I, I did say that. I did say I was probably not going to post it. And I just was like, ugh, I don't know. And I was fearful that nobody would care. Oh, Nah, man, we cared. I was fearful. We that as, as a listener and a viewer, we cared. So when I put it out and people actually cared, I was like, okay, they cared. But then I was like, okay, wait, now now what did I say? Because I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, and then I had to watch it like, oh, I did say that, you know? And then it's like, okay, it is what it is. Um, And then I did it again on my personal uh, Instagram account at Tahir Register. I just posted a video and I said, hi, I'm Tahir Register. I'm an actor. I'm a singer. I'm a, you know, whatever. And I was like, and I'm broke. I don't live this high life. I live with my mother in Atlanta and I'm broke. Did I tell you I was broke? Like, I, I <laughs> want people to know. know. Right. I want people to know I'm not out here living this fabulous life, even though it looks like that. Yes, I have almost 40,000 likes on Facebook. Yes, I have 7,000 followers on Instagram. So what? I am broke. I did an entire interview with Azalea Banks. Shut 
Shout out to and again, the man is doing big things. And that, I, I, that made, was, I made I made eight dollars. That was like a production. That wasn't just that was a that was that was a short damn film. Yes. Movies are usually an hour and a half. That thing was 30 minutes. I did a full short film by myself and was running up and down a concert, like shaking with my head cut off to get these amazing shots and do all this stuff and then do the interview, which almost didn't happen because the show was over. If someone had, if someone was to watch that now, I could see a lot of people who, who probably thinking, hey, Azalea Banks just put out this documentary. This, yeah. <laughs> because of the quality of it, a lot of people would think, like I said, Azalea Banks just put the thing up. I was like, no, Tahir just put out this quality by myself you know and, 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 and i'm somebody who knows i'm competing know with that, yeah. i'm comp- i'm competing with people like complex who also interviewed her and things like that and when you put our videos next to each other it's it looks exactly the same but complex is an, is an entire corporation yeah. like i'm little old me living at home <laughs> in atlanta with his mom and i did this whole entire production and it looks great and it, it did all this stuff exactly and I'm, i literally great. made eight dollars and i went viral quite a few times with that video this man went viral like four times with that video in different months because mm-hmm. people started discovering it at different times. My own website, thousands of views on my own website, and then my own YouTube page, hundreds of thousands of views, and I made $8. So it always looks like something other than what it is. And I always want to tell people because they, they start seeing that, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, you're going viral. you about to be caking. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm broke, y'all. Please, let's be clear. Mr. Register is broke. Because we think once you went viral, you just made mad money. Right. Everyone's trying to go viral. That, that's, that's the goal. I right. want, you know, I'm going to, hey, shade room, look what's out here, Register said about right. you, so I can go viral. Right. Next time I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that. But listen, And I've been on the shade room quite a few times. But for, for your content. Yeah. They've, uh, they've, you know how they do, like, uh, they'll repost or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. get information from you, and they'll, like, tag you and say, this is, we got this from the black media. Quite, and I didn't even know. My friends oh. had to tell me. I was like, oh, really? Thanks. Shade Room's like, we ain't going to post this stuff no more <laughs> on our little blog. And, <laughs> and they started, my, my my supporters started to attack the Shade Room because they started realizing that, especially. The they realized the difference? Well, two years ago, they started, it was almost like every post that I would post, they would post. Uh, and well, so they people started low. saying like cite your source, cite your source. Where'd you get this from? And I started putting my my where's my where's my <laughs> I started putting my tree on stuff. Blackmedia.org. Right. Black, Black Media merch because on Instagram. People get really that, started, check it out. You know how I used to do. I used to get up at five o'clock in the morning and put my stuff out. People really would take stuff that I would write my and put it on their website. Right. And I'm like, y'all, I'm a little old nothing. Can't y'all do y'all own work? Y'all got more money and more people than I do. But don't steal you, from me. They're part of you that's like yeah, you gotta use my stuff. It right, felt a little good that, that they were using. After your I stuff. started putting this little tree, and I put, I started putting. You know how like uh, where is um Waldo? Yeah. I started putting it in places you would never even think to look, ah, and I started catching I them, you. and I started taking screenshots. Like, yeah, now I know who's really. And I'm when I tell you it was top websites who used to steal my articles. Because they didn't know that that little tree was in that image. I used to be like, oh, gotcha. They thought it was a tree in the background. Nope. Right. That's the, and I, it's exactly that's the how I used to do it. Tree. That's exactly <laughs> how I used to do it, too. Like, you wouldn't even notice the tree. Cool. And cool. I, you know, started to get, started to realize that they would take from me. Um, but, yeah, and they still do it. So, so out of everything that you've put out there, um, is there anything you would take back? Is there any article you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have written that? Or, you know what? I don't even feel that way anymore about about that. Is there anything you would take back? Any article you, any con, any content? I apologize to use the word mm. that you wish you hadn't put out because of the response, <clears throat> because of where you are at as a person now, or as a journalist. Yes, I wish I wouldn't have put out. There was I was the one who broke the King University story. That was the first time I went viral. Now let's the the King University story when the girl. Those who don't know. 
Yeah, for, for those of you who don't know, King University, there was some tweets some years ago where this girl, well, we didn't know it was a girl, when this mm-hmm. person, some random person had a Twitter account and said they were going to blow up these black people on campus. Yep. And it was this it was, huge it was thing. Several, several tweets. Yeah, right. it, was, it was a lot of tweets. Yep. It was like really just like hateful racial, racial things. And I was, I saw it and I wrote the article right away and that was the first time I went, went viral. News websites, like I was on the news. They were talking about uh, the black media sources. Like it was like, it blew up so fast. Like ABC said, right, and that yeah. was the first time I went viral. And it was because everybody, the only information that everybody had was that there was a terrorist who was saying these tweets during a black protest that was happening on King University's campus. And these tweets were about killing them or about you know har- harming black people and i saw this and i wrote the article being the journalist that i was trying to be i wrote it without racial context okay so i didn't say a white person wrote these uh, wrote these tweets a i person. said the right i said a person did this and this is what the context of the situation is i broke the story I, I do I wish I wouldn't have written this story because as a journalist you're supposed to continue you're supposed to keep with the story yeah. until it follow, follows through. Well, that story continued to follow through. When I went viral, there were thousands like I want to say at least three or four thousand comments throughout my social media accounts mm-hmm. that were coming from so many people who were. And that was the first time I realized my influence who were influenced by what I said. And they themselves, being weak-minded people, a lot of them, and ignorant, were saying things like, I hate white people. White people get on my nerves. This is what I'm talking about. America. Under your post. Under my post. Okay. Because of my post and under my post. This is America. This is, you know, I hate white folks. All this hate and and, and stuff came from it. Uh Then a a few days later, when... It came out that the, the person who wrote those tweets were actually was actually a black girl student, a student, a student who was a part of the protest. Then her people started to contact. I think actually, your um your your line brother, right? Wasn't your, my line brother, but one of my one of my fraternity one, brothers. Oh yeah, yeah, one of your fraternity Keeping brothers. Keeping it real, one of, one of my fraternity brothers and contacted me hmm. and was like giving me all this information. I was like, oh my god, what? Now I had to like. Write another article yeah. and follow the story. So I had to keep following that story all the way through to her trial, her court date. It's just, and I didn't, the, the, the black media is not about that. You know what <laughs> I'm I saying? I got other stuff to go do. Right. And yeah. so I had to follow that story for like uh, like four months. And it mm. just, it was so negative because the girl did something bad. Yeah. And so being a truthful journalist, I had to keep saying like this, now nah, you done out of pocket with this now. Because I know from, from Jump, and another person who contacted you, he was riding with her from Jump. From Jump. And he was the one who informed yeah. me about a lot of things that I would, and I quoted his behind because I was like, you know, about to have me <laughs> out Mad here. Mad love, bro. Right. But, but you know about journalism. to have me out here, exactly, <laughs> looking crazy. So I was like, this information came from this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but people didn't care, is my point. They did not care. They still was like, F your website. Y'all don't know. This is a stretch. Y'all don't know what you're talking about. Because I had to break it down. I was like, listen, let's be very clear about this court system and the systems that we're dealing with here. This girl may have done this because it was all speculation at the time. And so as it was speculation, Tahir Register was doing his journalism work, looking yeah. between the lines and in reporting fact, that. Exactly. Informing. Informing folks. Informing. Exactly, informing folks and getting in between the lines. Then when it came out that she was found guilty, I then said, 
she was found guilty, mm-hmm. and I don't have a problem with there that. There wasn't no good for her. Was right, it, it was, was none of that. It was yeah. just like, this girl was found guilty, whatever. But they wanted me to, like, yeah. thrash her. They wanted me to just, like, really go after her. And I hated being a part of that that system, that you. that whole thing. Like, that's the only thing I wish I could take back. I hate, And that was the first time I went viral, I, obviously. Didn't, didn't make a lot of money from that because at the time, that was when I got my contract, the first contract that I had. Okay. So after that, I got this contract, and I was like, <laughs> but because of that, I was like, damn, I wanted this because of something positive that I did. And this this is why I get it. Now, isn't there a part of you that was, at, in the midst of all that, there's part of you that was like, for those of you cursing my site out, still talking about my site, though. You know? Still, no, it, it sure was. It's, I was getting mad uh, tweets. <laughs> I, I came up with the hashtag King You Terror. People was using that as like, no. you know. <laughs> what was it? Was it uh, even bad press is good press. Something, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, even even negative feedback. You still right. talking about me, Right. Dog. And, so I, and I, a, yeah. I did have a, I had a secret moment. I was just like, I'm out here in these streets. <laughs> and I, but I felt I did. I really felt bad, especially since I did not. I never wanted to make that girl look bad. I never, ever, ever wanted to make her look bad or seem and bad imaging because people started to do that they started to like take horrible images of her and post stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like let me make sure I find a cute image yeah, she I know some like people that went in on her and like oh the situation yeah. and I'm not saying right or wrong but I followed it Yeah, I followed your articles I followed some of those comments uh, you said somebody who was close to me contacted you so I followed his comments so, so people were it was so yeah, hectic people were going in and on the her fact and that I was like at the at the start of it, I just felt like I you were just like, informed. Like I was like yeah. it was me that did it, and I just was I felt so bad. But that was that's one thing. What do you want to leave people with? Those who might be, you know, hey, I'm starting out my. I asked you before, what's I'm starting out my media outlet. I'm starting my to put my product and my content out there. Um, and I'm nervous and I'm scared. But here's somebody who just gave us a, a, to me a motivational, full circle story. Yeah. What would you say to that person? I would say, I would say the, the I can only give you what I, what I've experienced, and while I am an exceptional human being, I do believe people do possess self motivation mm. to some degree, because we have to be self motivated to get out of the bed. So yeah. we have self motivation to some degree. I would say to people who are starting out or who have already and they're continuing and they're not really following, they're not really growing or anything is to learn how to do things on your own because to be dependent on anybody else is to always fail in the hands of somebody else's your life is in the hands of someone else so learn everything yourself and be self reliant so yeah self-sustaining i know how to do everything in production every single aspect every single one (laughs) i mean lighting audio i am my own assistant right lighting much, yeah. audio filmography director of photography directing screenwriting script Dope. writing um post work like editing color grading special effects i know how to do every single thing by myself so in the event that i want to do something i don't have to sit you around and wait for anybody anything. or in the event that i have enough money to get done i know what somebody trying to take me for my money yes and I can, oh, ho, ho, ho. I know, as, as a matter of fact, somebody recently tried to take me for my money uh, over some merchandise and tried to overcharge me for something that I could have bought myself on my own damn website for a lot less money. And I 
it's nay that little situation. But you, you knowledge is power. The more you learn, the more you're able to navigate what it is that you do. I hope you're all listening. And other what other people do for you. Because a lot of the times what happens is people put their lives into other people's hands and when something don't happen, they ain't got nobody to blame but themselves. Because you 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 trusted this person to do whatever, whatever, and when you could have did it yourself. And everybody that I know in Atlanta, particularly, because it doesn't really happen much in Jersey. Jersey people get it done. We will put a cardboard box down and call that a stage. Because you had to. Because you had to. You had to. In Atlanta, they don't move unless they have a budget. They don't move unless a celebrity is there. And I hear a lot of people coming to me like, "Oh, what microphone can I get? What can what camera can I get? Because I need to be self sufficient." And that's important. You have to be self-sufficient. If you are self-sufficient and your thing is is that you don't have viewership or you don't have um, celebrity interest or interest of people that you want, when I tell you every single time I booked any interview or got any celebrity involved, except for obviously the retweets, which was always shocking to me, I just asked. And the only reason why that works, and this is the last point I'll make, whatever you do, Whatever you're doing, make sure that it is of quality. Yes. Because the first day that I launched the blackmedia.org, my website looked like something. It didn't look like <laughs> what it looked like now. Make sure it's quality. But it looked like you know how you know how outfits are when you look back at two thousand or whatever, you look crazy in two thousand eighteen looking back at that. But at the time that was the popping outfit. Yeah. You right. So at the time, in 2013, my website was a popping website. It looked like how the 2013 websites looked. You may have taken some time, but you took the time, ladies and gentlemen. No. Tahir Register, theblackmedia.org, <laughs> yeah. the Black Media merch. Um, on Instagram, it's the Black Media. Yeah. Are you on Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter? On Instagram, it's the Black Media. On Facebook, it's official Black Media. On Twitter, it's the Black Media, and you can just go to the blackmedia.org, the website, and follow him for. And, and you're going to the blackmedia.org for positive, yeah, uplifting, motivating, uh, yeah. stories about us, about our people, about us, about the African diaspora, Asian, Latin, African, different types of you black just people. Half the listeners who are right. like, what does he mean? Because. Uh, it's that whole conversation that a lot of people are, are yeah. still having. You know? And they can definitely look up the African diaspora on Google. Like like I was saying before, this takes two seconds. Look it up on Google. You'll find all the information. You're Charlamagne. I'm joking, Charlamagne. <laughs> <laughs> some people think, because of, you know what I'm talking about. That's that talking. Afro-Latin thing pissed me off because my mother is mixed with Latin and black. My, I was just like, right here. His right. mom's Dominican, his dad is And Guyanese. people look at me all the time like, what are you mixed with? And I tell them, like, there's Latin people in our family. But mm. it's like, we, I knew Afro, Afro-Latin for a very, very long time, since I was like a child. I had an Afro-Cuban Spanish teacher. You know, Spanish, you know, I, anyway, but yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> we, that was That's like two more hour conversation. Right, that was so interesting. But ladies and gentlemen, Tahir Register, <laughs> theblackmedia.org, phoenixmpm.com, phoenixmpm live. Shout out to my co-host, Make Party. Phoenix MPM Live. Make Party be the movement. Movement. We make party.